Sometimes it's stressful juggling all your responsibilities on the weekends. You know you need to do your chores. You know you want to spend time with your family. But really, you just want to watch football all day. Paradise Falls is the perfect option for a family-friendly place to hang out and still have a chance to catch all the games. Open 7 a.m. till midnight and offering breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Paradise Falls has 30 big-screen TVs, ESPN3 capabilities, and much, much more. Swing on by Paradise Falls on Brook Street anytime you're in the mood for some food or some football. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's coolest hotspot. And we go down the Rangers Brothers RV phone line and welcome in a guy who I just met last week and uh, just was intrigued by everything that I saw at Portland State and uh, just how beautiful of a city I think Portland is. He's the new athletic director there at PSU. It's John Johnson. And uh, Portland State, they come to Missoula for a homecoming football game uh, on Saturday. John, thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, give people uh, your background because you have deep ties in the Big Sky Conference and even a little bit of ties to Montana. When I first met you, you said, yeah, hey, you know, once upon a time lived in Bozeman and once upon a time played for a guy named Sonny Lubick who went on to have uh, some pretty good success uh, in the college football world. So give people a little bit about your background. Yeah, you know, actually, uh, the Big Sky is my background. Played at Montana State and uh, uh, played for Coach Lubick and, and uh, uh, transferred to Eastern Washington University where I got my uh, – Finished my career and got my uh, MBA there, and and uh, and uh, was asked to work in the athletic program. Was AD there? Oh golly, for five six years I was I think the ripe age of thirty, and uh, then went to Weaver State and spent uh, eight years there and had a wonderful experience there, and and then went to Washington State for a stint for 14 years and worked in facilities. We play a lot of the big sky schools and in fact played Montana state uh, while I was at Washington state and uh, Bruce Barnum beat uh, Mike Leach and Pullman actually uh, as uh, did Eastern Washington. So uh, yeah, fond memories. It's great to be back home. Uh, had some opportunities to do other things around the country, but at the end of the day, my wife and I said, let's go home. And certainly the big sky conference is home. It's so wonderful to see old friends and meet new friends and the history and the really the, 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 the backbone that has held the big sky in its stature since the seventies is just terrific because it has been a constant. I'm sure just looking at your resume and lining up the timeline, you have to have some connection to Bill Moose. Is that right? Yeah, Bill. Yeah, knew Bill when I was in my early 20s when I met him. Uh, met him when, uh, actually prior to when he went to Montana. Tried to hire me a couple times, and and uh, he went on to Montana, and uh, we became great friends there while I was at Eastern. And he went on to Oregon and uh, used to take uh, my team from Weber State, Oregon, every year, my fundraising team, facility team, and he was building the facilities that uh, – uh, at uh, the University of Oregon and then came to Washington State. So we finally got to work together, enjoyed our time here, and uh, then took uh, my wife and I to to uh, Nebraska with them. And my wife was a golf coach and very successful there. Uh, and I worked as a senior deputy director of athletics uh, uh, for a time, of which you know, after about six months we started COVID. And I think we're just getting done with COVID, quite frankly, but uh, – starting over again but yes i do know bill talk to him all the time uh, uh he was uh i think at the hospital when my twins were born and he was at uh, my wedding so we have uh, very close ties well great uh, great stories there and bill moose obviously again it's uh, popular around these parts in missoula as a guy who was the athletic director at montana when montana rose up and won their first 
a national championship in 1995 and a guy that certainly left a, a huge footprint uh, on college athletics in the West, whether it's Washington State or Oregon or or Nebraska. So uh, very interesting, very cool. John Johnson joining us here on ESPN Radio. He is our ESPN Roundtable guest, ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. If you want a place to watch all the college football action on Saturday, head on down to Paradise Falls. Uh, they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus 18 draft beers and 30 big screen TVs, 3621 Brook Street on the south side of town. John, when you, when you look at Portland State then, what intrigued you about this job and what do you think is challenging about this job? Because Portland State has so, uh, some very distinct advantages, uh, particularly being in this place you are located. I mean, I think Portland, Oregon, uh, when things are right, when things are normal, uh, is one of the gems of, of the United States, one of my favorite small cities in America. Uh, but also then uh, there comes with some challenges as well, uh, particularly with the other universities in the state, the way that they draw so much attention uh, to themselves and away from Portland State Athletics. So, uh, first of all, what led you to this this position? And what do you think of the challenges there that you face at Portland State? Yeah, I think, number one, what what uh, 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 intrigued me about it is really to come back to the Northwest and to come back to my roots, which is I affectionately call the collegiate model. Um, you know, where schools play for the love of the game and the student-athletes love what's going on, not take anything away about the Power Five, et cetera, but it's a different world there and will be. And as we all know, the NCAA is reviewing Division One and what that looks like, and the, the NCAA's Transformation Committee is putting together a, a, a report that's going to come to us in December and January uh, to the membership that talks about what's Division One look like now as we uh, move into the, into the next centuries uh, of sport. But being at this level, it really was, you know, I, I think a pure level uh, collegiate model, I call it. And, and that really, you know, at the, at, the, at the sunset of my career, uh, to be able to come home and to finish my career in the big sky, couldn't have asked for anything more, a place where I started my career. Uh, great people do it for the right reasons. And quite frankly, the Big Sky Conference was ahead of its time. Going back to the 80s, you know, a simple thing, satisfactory progress that the NCAA passed in the 90s, the Big Sky had it when we when I played, that you had to progress towards graduation. We had graduation standards. We had interconference standards. We had things that no one in the country had, but we did because we believed in doing things the right way in the collegiate model. And we had we had schools from different parts of the country, uh, schools from the Canadian border to the Mexican border, uh, from the uh, Rocky Mountains to the Pacific Ocean. But they all had a common bond to say, hey, this is the way we want to run our athletics program. This is who we want to be aligned with. We each have different missions. We, we each have different focuses, depending on what our forefathers said back in the day, whether you're a land-grant school or et cetera. Uh, but really, athletics has tied us together, and we've been consistent through several commissioners. Uh, uh, we still have followed that that same mantra of a terrific student-athlete experience. We're going to do it the right way, and we're going to do it broad-based. And uh, we're one of the first schools, quite frankly, that had six sports as a core sport where you had to have those six to compete, so that bound us together as well. So. Those are really the positives uh, uh, and being back with my colleagues that I've known and being back to the league and the towns I know and our friends, and I'll see some friends this weekend over my years in the big sky. I think, 
you know, every athletic program has its challenges. I think every athletic program has its advantages, as you spoke of. Portland's a wonderful city. You know, getting through COVID, and hey, a lot of cities, you know, had some tough times during COVID. You know, where I was at in Nebraska, we had our tough times as well, and it took a toll. I think it took a toll uh, on our communities. Uh, it, uh, COVID took a to- toll on our on ourselves and how we operate. It took a toll on our young people and how we educated them during that period of time, but also uh, 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 it, it, it took a toll on our student athletes. And I think about how we got through COVID and it bound us together, not only, I think, as a nation, uh, but it bound us together as families. I remember during COVID that that uh, we did things differently. We actually sat down and had dinner and we actually had our neighbors over for dinner. And we, we had our own bubbles in our neighborhood so our kids could play. And we bubbled like we did in athletics during those times to keep people from getting COVID. And I think it gave us back some values, uh, what I think is uh, very positive. But on the other side of it, quite frankly, at least on the West Coast and, and uh, so forth, that, you know, this is kind of the first year since COVID that we're normal, that we're operating normal. You know, we had to reteach ourselves how to go to school, uh, how to prepare uh, for games. Our, our, our universities now coming all back uh, in the West Coast is one of the, uh, you know, the slower areas to come back. Uh, it was the first areas to get hit, and it's the last ones for COVID to kind of leave because of where we're located. Uh, but, uh, you know, we had to rethink, hey, how do, how, how do we put on games again, you know, because we were doing it kind of on on the fly of our pants. We had to be ready for cancellations, and we had to take care of our student-athletes in a different way. Our student-athletes didn't see their families, some for over a year uh, as we bubbled them. Uh, but now we're, hey, how do, how do we do business again? How do we engage our students that are on campus? Some of those freshmen and sophomores have never seen an athletic event on campus. They don't know what a college event at Portland State looks like, as in other parts of the area. So I think we're relearning again. It's, I, I, you know, and we're learning how to do things differently. We're communicating differently. Uh, we're working differently. Uh, some folks, uh, because of a variety of reasons, might work from home, but they're very effective that way. That's great. But uh, from the athletic standpoint, you know, we're kind of all, you know, we've got our lunch pill, we're going to work, and we're punching in. Uh, but Portland is a beautiful city, and being from the Northwest, uh, my wife's family's from Portland. She was raised in North Seattle, and, of course, I'm from Spokane. Spent a lot of time in Portland, not only in the Big Sky Conference, playing at Civic Stadium, uh, but also at Washington State. But we have great advantages. You know, we're in a, a recruiting base for many of the sports in the Spokane area. You know, we're in the immense of the I-5 corridor that has, you know, more people than eastern Washington, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, uh, uh, Utah combined. So we, we have the population. But also, you know, we have that Pac-12 look uh, as well that, that as does happen in states kind of takes over different than Montana's that in Montana state that are the flagship schools in their state. But what it does is it's not different than, uh, what, how I worked in at Washington state where, or at, at Eastern Washington, where you had Washington state and, and, uh, you had Gonzaga, uh, at Weber state, you had Utah state, Utah, uh, BYU, um, uh, as well, same similar situation. So, I think from those times at those areas, you, you learn, and I think I've 
I, I bring some knowledge of how we attacked it at that at those areas to get more support, et cetera. But I, I do think this, and I think it's true of any athletic program, but I think particularly a, uh, a program like uh, Portland State and others in the big sky that, you know, you're successful with continuity and consistency. You stay the course, you determine how you're going to go, uh, your leadership is strong, you're integrated very firmly within the fabric of the institution, uh, and uh, you do the right things year after year after year, and pretty soon you win. It takes a lot of things, a lot of areas to, to be successful. And I use winning in the broadest sense, to have a great student-athlete experience, uh, to educate uh, our student-athletes, to get them prepared for life after sports. But also a good student-athlete experience is winning games uh, because that's why. And I know at the University of Montana and Missoula that they won a lot of games and a lot of sports. So uh, they understand that feeling, and that's where we have to get is we're being consistent uh, we, we have a focus of, of what we're trying to do. We're very uh, uh, focused in, in our efforts and, and being efficient in our resources and that everyone understands where we're going and why and that it takes everybody to win. The, from the ticket takers to the security to the custodians to myself, we all must be pushing in the same direction and we're all important. That locker room needs to be clean. Uh, I need to make sure our team's prepared. Uh, the ticket takers need to be friendly and welcome people and we need to be creative in how we invite people back to our campus, which is a beautiful campus. For four years running, Colter Nuanez and the team at ESPN Missoula have captured the E.B. Craney Award for Radio Sports Coverage of the Year. Each Wednesday on Nuanez Now, the featured long-form interview of the week takes center stage. Tune in to Nuanez Now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula or SWX Montana Television to hear the Montana Radio Sportscaster of the Year conduct an in-depth interview with prominent sports figures from around Montana. The ESPN Roundtable during the 5 o'clock hour each Wednesday on Nuanez Now is proudly presented by Paradise Falls. Joe Johnson joins us here. He's the Portland State Athletic Director. Portland State plays at Montana on Saturday for homecoming. So let's talk football uh, then, John, because uh, I, being there on campus and just seeing, you know, where Portland State is located and, and the campus is so cool and, you know, right in the heart of a beautiful city and uh, the, the new basketball arena, that was the first time I'd seen that live and in person. Uh, great facility and the weight room is great. The, the you know, the locker room and, and the training facilities, all stuff that are, are on par, uh, if not uh, you know, superior to many of the, the facilities within the Big Sky Cowboys. But the, the looming question then is, where does Portland State call home when they're playing home football games? And I know it was Providence Park for 60-plus years. Yeah. Now you're playing out in Hillsboro. Uh, so just analyze the, the, the future of football at Portland State and how important uh, finding a, a true home to, to build that continuity within the campus culture like you're talking about. How important is it to have a home, and what is the future of football at Portland State? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the future of football is bright at Portland State. It has a rich history going back to – uh, um, previous coaches and uh, Coach Reed, who coached here, who was terrific at Montana, just a terrific person who lives here uh, now. Uh, Pokey Allen, who was my position coach at Eastern prior to coming to, to, to uh, Portland State University, really has a rich, Mouse Davis, Neil Lomax, you know, the list goes on and on. And it has a rich history. Again, you know, Providence Park, which used to be Civic Stadium, that's gone through a revit. Re, uh, renovation and, and years ago the professional soccer team took it over and renovated and of course they have their responsibilities but you know part of calling a place home is making it 
your home and doing things to make a great environment for someone to to go to a game. And I think consistency and continuity is important. I think uh, wherever we end up, and I'm evaluating that, I haven't yet watched a football game in Portland at Hillsborough Stadium. I've seen it, but I haven't been to a, a football game there yet. So I'm interested to see what it looks like. It's one thing to look at a facility when it's empty and you see that, but it's another thing to see when it's alive and, and so forth and so on. And what can we do there? They're in the immense of reviewing their facility. Uh, the adjacent baseball team is going to put uh, $40 or $50 million into that facility as they prepare for AAA ball, which is adjacent to and part of the baseball facility. So there's opportunity for us to, to get some stuff done right away to improve it. But again, we need to be successful. We need to target our markets and marketing and make it a great student or fan experience when you come out there. And it's a different alternative than an Oregon State and a University of Oregon. Not only we're located within two million, a uh, population of two million right around here, but you know, it can be very family oriented, affordable, and, and, and become part of the community. Portland is, is different from the standpoint that it's a participation uh, city. People do things. They participate. They're into outdoors. They bike and cycle, and that's part of the culture. We're going to take that culture, and we're uh, going through a process uh, in planning for in- improving our home game experience, experience of football ex- experience that we've never had before, to make it fun for everyone, and to to make it to where you know when you get done with the game, you're driving home and. Regardless of the outcome, Junior in the back seat goes, geez, Dad, that was really fun. Can we go back next time? So that's what we're trying to accomplish to get fans there. But also we have to put a good product on the field. And I think we have a good product. <clears throat> Played really well against San Jose State. Had a chance to win that one. Was beaten the last uh, minute and a half. Uh, still had a chance to, to win it. Uh, went to Washington. And Washington's pretty good. I mean, they got after 11th rate Michigan State. It wasn't as close as the score indicated as I reviewed it. So they're a pretty good football team. And so I'm anxious to, to, to get back and uh, to see how we play. We got a week to kind of refocus ourselves as we start school next week and uh, come into Missoula, who Coach Howe, Bobby, and Rosie, and those guys are great coaches and do a terrific job. And it's just a great environment. I've been there many times, not only as an opposing AD, but – I was the uh, representative to the Big Sky Conference for the 1AA championships for six years, and I chaired it. In fact, I took Bill Moose's place on the committee. So spent a lot of time in Missoula, have great friends. It's, you have great fans. And, uh, you know, I go back to the days of Dornblazer. You know, you kind of use that comparison, and it's amazing what a facility can do with good coaching and everyone working on the same page, and that's what we hope to do here. Uh, we have a new president coming in next year. We're going to search our president's retiring, uh, which will be exciting for us as well as we get through COVID and we start anew, for lack of a better term. Jack Johnson here on the, excuse me, John Johnson. <laughs> I was thinking Jack Johnson, the Great Falls CMR uh, head football coach, legendary, but John Johnson, they, they call him JJ around uh, his neck of the woods, the athletic director at Portland State. And uh, John, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for uh, going in depth on uh, all of the different happenings there at Portland State. And uh, maybe we'll look forward to seeing you in Missoula on Saturday. But in the meantime, best of luck uh, this weekend and moving forward uh, throughout this uh, academic school year. And thanks so much for being here with us here on ESPN Radio.
Thanks so much. I want to say hello to my great friends in Missoula and look forward to coming back uh, this weekend. Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist.